Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us again today as we get the Word of God, talk about it. Very important topic today as we're discussing why is it people, and particularly young people, are leaving the faith. So often I run into people on the campus who heckle me and disagree and fight and and tell me why Christianity is wrong, and I'm surprised to find out, or actually no longer surprised, to find out they've come from a Christian home. Maybe were raised by good Christian parents who loved them. I know they prayed for them. I know they had great ambitions for them and cared about them, loved them, and yet somehow they've walked away from the faith. And so we're looking at some of the landmines that that draw people away. So you can be careful in your own life or be careful in the life of your children or maybe even grandchildren, but also careful in the life of your friends and and so forth. We, we're, we need to watch over ourselves. We need to watch over those we care for. And we need to realize that this is a dangerous world. Don't be naive. Don't, don't think that there is not a spiritual battle going on and that the battleground is the hearts and minds of people. And particularly, I think there's a real target in the hearts and minds on the, of the people who are raised in Christian homes. I think we face a spiritual enemy, and we dare not underestimate him, his cunningness, his, uh, his, his ruthlessness. You know, we saw, we, we've been exposed recently in our country, in, our, in the world news, to terrible acts of terrorism and barbarism. And you say, this is just demonic. Well, if you believe that some of this violence is demonic, then understand that those same demons and those who inspired that demonic activity, are they'd like to take people to hell. They want us to forsake the faith. Believe me, I think Satan would rather get a person to reject Christ than he would to gain some political victory. And so we need to watch over our souls with all diligence and those of our loved ones, and we need to be wise and smart and 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 realize his schemes. So this morning, I want to talk about education. All right, I want to talk about education. I know this can be a touchy subject for people because we place so much emphasis on education in our culture. And indeed, we understand that for a person to get ahead in this economy and in the modern world, education is essential. And so we can lift it up as, as uh, we can be giving ourselves and spending our money, investing our money and our time, wanting our kids to be educated, wanting ourselves to be educated. and But we got to watch for a landmine. And here's what I want to talk about. Reason number two, youth are rejecting the faith. They've been educated to do so. They've been educated to reject the faith. Now, usually when we say this, people are wondering, yeah, you know, and the, I, they, they teach them evolution and that they don't talk about God creating us. And they teach them that, that we just came from r- random chance and so forth. Or they teach them about LGBT things in school and they, they teach them about sexual morality and they teach them all this in the sex ed classes. And, and they, you know, they te- maybe teach certain uh, anti-Christian things in, in, in the social studies program and so forth. And we're aware of all these deliberate, specific, anti-Christian things that are being taught in the schools. And we get up in arms about it, and we say, boy, you know, I don't want my kids having that. We go to the school boards, we complain. We go to the teachers, we complain. 
And we think that that really is a problem, and it is a problem. And by the way, I applaud the teachers or the parents who keep the pressure on and who are uh, take those bold stands, those courageous stands to say, we don't want our kids being taught by drag queens. We don't want our kids being taught, you know, the, the stuff that's in the libraries, the, that's, that's pornographic, etc. Good for those parents who are taking a stand to protect their children who are in those schools. But remember, we've been operating on a basic premise here, and that there, there's always two reasons a person rejects the faith, the reason that sounds good and the real reason. And I'd like to suggest that when we think of education, the reasons that sound good, and they are true reasons, that's not a fake thing, are the, the, the anti-Christian things I just mentioned. But understand, there's something deeper, and I think it's even a bigger reason, and that is the, that our education now has become secular. Our education now chooses simply to ignore God as if he's not even there, as if he's irrelevant. And so we send our kids to Sunday school, and they get maybe a 45-minute, maybe an hour time of crafts and lesson and some talk once a week. But then we send them to school for hours and hours every day, and they may be living a, getting an education and living a life simply as if God's not real. There is no God. We learn our math, our science, our history, our social studies, our language. We read the literature, and God's just left out. He's just not talked about. He's just not there. And so what, and then we are surprised later on when our kids come back and they say, you know, I just don't believe in God anymore. I haven't been given a reason to. We say, well, we took you to Sunday school. You went to youth group. And didn't they, didn't they teach you in youth group? And you say, realize that lots of times that's just about having some fun and not really delving into the deep issues of, of the Christian faith or maybe doing fun stuff and having a 15-minute devotional afterwards or something. My friends, education, when our children, when young people, when their minds are being formed, their values are being formed, their lives are being formed, these early years, the what I consider the first 20 years of life, when our brains and our values and our mind and the way we think is being formed, so much, so much of their day re, it, it operates as if God's not even there. It's often the same in our movies. Our action heroes, they're not seeking God. They're not heroic because, you know, like they're Samson or they're, they're David slaying Goliath or something like this that trust in God. No, they just have superpowers because they have their own superpowers, and they fight evil, they destroy evil, they beat the bad guys, maybe even fall in love and, and have meet the emotional needs, all without God. And so it's sometimes not only a matter of what is being said, anti-Christian stuff that's being said. Sometimes the real danger is just in what's not being said, what's not being talked about, what's being ignored. Now, Scripture speaks to this. I think of many, many verses, but the obvious ones come to my mind. Romans 1.28, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them up to a depraved mind to do the things that are not proper. 
One translation says they did not see fit to have God in knowledge or to include God in knowledge. God is now outside of the circle of knowledge, shall we say, the circle of education. God's out there in the area of opinion. It's not anything we can prove. We don't really know. I hear this every day. We can't prove God. We don't know he's there. This is just your opinion. Science and math and English. And by the way, all these other things they think are proven. They think it's they they th- they don't think it's up for these political hot button issues. They don't think that's up for debate or that's opinion. They think these are proven things. My friends, when God is left out of knowledge, scripture says we're given over to a depraved mind. When we don't when when God is not he needs to be central, not on the periphery, not outside the circle of knowledge and opinion. God needs to be central. Truth comes from God. Morality comes from God. I'm often asked by skeptics, do I think a person can be moral without God? And the answer is no. No, ultimately, they can't be. When tested, they will fail. We've all failed. We've all sinned. But without God, there is what, what is your basis? What is your uh, reasons for being moral? No, without God, you're selfish. Without God, it's about yourself. Only with only with the God and with understanding that he is central and the law comes from him, the moral law comes from him, do we subdue the fleshly nature, the selfish nature within us and submit ourselves to God? And so again, we've been taught, our kids are being taught, it's not so much the negative they're being taught, it's the positive they're not being taught. Proverbs 1 verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of God is the beginning. If a person has a ton of knowledge and education without starting at the foundation of honoring, respecting, reverencing God the Almighty, they've missed first base. They might have a PhD. They might know all kinds of things about, uh, about how to engineering or, or chemistry or, or even history or whatever. They don't know about God. This week on campus, I talked to a history major who knew nothing about the Christian heritage of America. Nothing. Knew nothing about how the church has been and the Christian people have been at the forefront of human progress in almost any area you could think of. He knew nothing. I yesterday I was talking to someone who is educated in political science, did not know how the, the abolition of slavery, did not understand the role of the Christian church in the abolition of slavery. And my friends, understand, they're hearing the Christians own slaved. They're not hearing Christians were the ones who set the slaves free. You can go on and on about how our, our when a person is not taught when God is ignored and the, the Christian heritage is ignored and the, the way Christian people have changed this world is ignored, well, why be a Christian? You might be very idealistic. You want to make a difference in the world. You want to solve the world's problems. And you're taught the people who are doing it are doing it in politics. The people who are doing it are doing it uh, in, in, in this, these other areas that don't require faith in God. What we have here in our education is known as secular humanism. Secular humanism offers as if, operates as if there is no God. There might be, 
But secular humanism says, we don't know that there's a God, so we just have to do it ourselves. We solve the world's problems ourselves. We don't look up to God. We're the answer. Our education, our research, our, our, we can change the world, and we don't need God to do it. We know the problems. We can solve it. We leave God out of it. Sometimes they are negative on religion. Sometimes they just ignore it. And they develop in our youth a whole worldview, an understanding. When we say worldview, what is the, what's the problem in the world and how do we fix it? What's my role in the world? How do I make a difference in this world? And if, if, our, if a person is indoctrinated, and that is what an education is, that's, that we think of that as a bad word, but that's what education is. It's not just reading, writing, and arithmetic. No, education helps a person and it trains and molds a person to figure out what is their place in this world. What's wrong with our world? How do we fix it? And our education are, are, is largely secular humanist now, where it says that the problem in the world is, is basically, it, it's, it, we identify the problem in the world as we're alienated from God. And the answer is we need to get back in the right relationship with God, honoring God, loving God. They, they identify the problem as just the symptoms of that. Racism, poverty, illness, things like this. These are the symptoms of, a rege- of alien- being alienated from God. They miss the real issue. And so they deal with the symptoms in their own power, not dealing with the real issue in the power of God. So consequently, Christian parent, Christian person, why are we surprised when, a, when, when our sons or daughters come home and they say, you know, I want to make a difference in this world, and God is not the way it happens. That's not, what, that's not how I can change the world. That's what they've been taught to believe. Let's be careful. Let's, let's identify not just the anti-Christian, but the ignoring of the Creator. Amen? Father in heaven, we want to acknowledge you today as the source of all truth wisdom, and knowledge. We readily confess that the problems in our lives and the problems in our families and the problems in our country and the problems in our world, they really get back at the base foundation. People are alienated from God. Help us to have the fear and reverence of God that we would get the beginning of knowledge. Lord, we pray, we pray, to, we pray for our nation that more and more young people would have the opportunity to have a real Christian-centered education and understand history and science and philosophy and psychology and, and all these areas from a God-honoring point of view rather than a point of view that ignores you. Oh, Lord, we pray for this next generation to be educated in the truth that begins with the Lord God Almighty. And we pray it in your name and give you this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hey, parents, friends, it's up to us. It's up to us to bring God into life. Deuteronomy, it says that we talk about the word when we sit down, stand up, walk by our way, lie down. In other words, all the time. We bring the word of God into every aspect of life. That's why we come here every day, and that's why we're here. We get into the word of God every day. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll join us, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share it with your friends, and most importantly, make a commitment sometime in your day, whether 8.30 a.m. live when we're all here together, 
or later in the day. Most people watch later in the day. You can do that. You can, uh, or you can even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Just search for Tom the Preacher. God bless you. I love you. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Today, by the way, I'm preaching at the University of Florida in Gainesville, Florida. If you're out that way, come join me in the Turlington Plaza. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.